Welcome to Flashback Tracks. Travel back in time each Friday to an era of big hair, leg warmers, and Walkmans. Far out. Veg out with some clips from Downtime Broadcasting's promotional audio cassette magazine from the 80s and 90s, right here on the World Wide Web. The following article written by Laura Liswood is reprised with permission of Sales and Marketing Management Magazine, copyright November 1987, and is entitled, Once You've Got Them, Never Let Them Go. Marketing's purpose has always been straightforward, to get the customer through the real or imaginary door to buy your products or services, or in the words of marketing guru Ted Levitt, to separate the customer from his small change. When I was in business school, marketing was a discipline of clearly defined elements, the four P's, price, product, promotion, and place, distribution. I have since spent 10 years in general management, marketing, and customer service, and I'm convinced that marketing as a discipline needs a sharp relook, a recast of its responsibility and its dimensions. The four P's are too focused on acquisitions, that is, acquiring customers through claims, enticements, image, and position. Acquisition marketing must exist, yes, but the other half of the marketing equation must be what I call retention marketing. In today's global competitive marketplace, where there are too many retail stores, too many banks, and too many airlines all going to the same place, the customers have options, and it's not enough to create profitable growth by acquisition alone. As Stanley Marcus said, why do you think you have to have so many department stores in a mall these days? It's because each of them does such a poor selling job that they survive by taking up each other's unsatisfied customers. Marketing can get customers into a store, but marketing, at least as it is historically been viewed, doesn't help keep them there. If there are too few buyers being wooed by too many sellers, keeping the curt ones becomes essential. The need for retention marketing was brought home vividly to me while I was managing cable TV systems for Westinghouse Broadcasting and Cable. In the cable business, there is a term called churn, though it may be called something different in other industries, the impact is the same. The churn is the number of customers who leave in a year's time divided by the number of new customers. Thus, if 40,000 customers stop using the service and 50,000 add the service, there is an 80% churn factor. In some services, like HBO and Showtime, the churn often goes above 100%. In financial institutions, the churn can focus on many areas, the most elemental being the number of new accounts versus the accounts closed. The visual image that comes to mind most quickly is a very large bucket with water pouring into the top, but with large holes in the bottom of the bucket. Marketing has historically been the vehicle for filling the top of the bucket, and its resources have been predominantly focused on just that purpose, i.e. acquiring customers. Customers today are not the interchangeable, faceless commodities they were viewed as in the past. Now the shoe is on the other foot. The company is the commodity, and the distinguishing element between identical product offerings shifts to service, individualization, and earned loyalty. This sense of choice brings a concomitant feeling of entitlement. Customers feel entitled to certain service levels and feel they are recognized as special. If their expectations are not met, they take their frustrations out with a vengeance in forms that vary from complaint letters to lawsuits. At the very least, they will take their business elsewhere and tell everyone who will listen about the bad experiences that they have had. Thus, all the tried-and-true acquisition tricks in the well-worn marketing bag fall flat in the face of ordinary recognition and expectations unmet. 
Why else the retention focus? Most of us tolerate and even welcome aspects of high-tech. Automatic teller machines, barcode readers, and voice mailboxes are all examples of high-tech that bring service to a higher level of consistency and convenience. On the other hand, the high-touch side means that we expect more from the human encounters we do have, more humanity, more accuracy, pleasantness, and more personal recognition. The buying public has made a pact with business. Give us machines to make our life easier and your costs less. But when we meet up with a human, it had better be good. Retention marketing requires a redefinition of marketing, its roles, and its tools. On the grandest scale, every point of service delivery is a time when customers evaluate whether they have gotten their money's worth, whether the price they have paid equals or exceeds the value of what they're getting and what they were promised. Jan Carlson, president of SAS Airlines, calls service 50,000 moments of truth. Each one of those moments adds or subtracts to a customer's willingness to continue using the service or product. Marketing should be concerned with every customer interaction, whether in-store, by mail, by phone, collection procedures, refunds, complaint handling, etc. To some, that may sound like the line operations job, and it is. But marketing has a role to play in keeping the customer happy, too. Marketing must help make listening to the customer happen. How? Take the ordinary customer comment card. They're usually small, drab, and hidden, certainly not inviting or interesting like a clever TV commercial or print ad. Thus, the message conveyed is we, the company, have not spent much time, money, or creativity to do this. So this is what we think of you, the customer, and what you think about us. Why not let a company sophisticated in POP and in-store merchandising look at your customer feedback sources? Tell them you want to hear from the customer, that you truly need the input, and that that is what needs to be conveyed. How else and how frequently do you use other customer feedback tools, surveys, focus groups, one-to-one -one interviews, mystery shoppers? You may do some or all, but it is probably not enough. Think of the trends of satisfaction you could monitor, the ideas about service and quality improvements, or new products that could be generated. Think about the problems that could be caught early enough to prevent a customer from leaving you. Travel back in time with us next Friday as we share more clips from the 80s and 90s on another rad episode of Flashback Tracks, exclusively on Promo Corner. Time to bounce.